get fired up. Let's get fired up. If we ever did have a podcast, that'd be our intro. Let's get fired up. Said let's get fired up. Let's get fired up. Hey, let's get fired up. And then sometimes we could do like an instrumental, like lo-fi one. It's like let's no. I don't agree with that. That would be when Ashley's on the podcast. True, 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 true. (laughs) We could cater it to our guests. Oh, that would be fun. You know? And if 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 you were the guest on our show, it would be like Big Booty Remix. (laughs) And it'd be like Let's get fired up. Burr, burr, burr. Like, let's, 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 let's get, no, I'd be like, fired up. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously you would not be a guest on your own show. Wait, you know what I saw yesterday? This is reminding me, Um, you know, Sabrina Carpenter? Yeah. Oh, her end where she does the yes! upset. Did you not know about no. it? No. Oh my God, DK. I, I'm behind. Da, na, 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 na. Yeah. I love how da, she changes da, da, it. Da, da, da. So basically, if you don't know, we're talking about Sabrina Carpenter for nonsense. Nonsense yeah. is her uh, main song. I feel. That's um, going. I'm talking now. all around the clock. That song. She has an outro to it where they like keep playing the beat, and then she makes up three new lines of lyrics that rhyme with the city she's in mm-hmm. and yesterday i saw a video and it was a compilation of all the different cities oh my god so i was just reading i was like this girl's a lyrical genius you know, what's funny is it could very much just be her i'm not discrediting that but in my head i've always just pictured her in a room with like six other people being like okay yes i'm out of ideas like what do we do well, like that's what i've always pictured i pictured her like being in the shower and being like indianapolis but they're good. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. I want her to make a song out of all of those. Yeah. Anyway. The first one that went viral was her being like, Joshua Bassett. This song isn't about Joshua Bassett. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, I think that's one that like really took Gee. it off. And then it just, I'm wondering if it was like a funny thing and then it became a thing. Yeah. But it's so good. And she started catering yeah. it to the cities. Anyway. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Making Moves. I'm here today with Miss Alicia Marie. Woo! <laughs> you still have red hair. I do. I I love it. It's just such a forking. You can say bitch. Bitch. <laughs> to keep up with. Like, really? I, I wash my hair once a week. So it doesn't fade. So it doesn't fade. Yeah. Isn't so, that really good for your hair, though? Yeah, but especially when you get with, like, with working out and then yeah, hairspray. Gross. It's nasty. Oh. I, I, but um, <laughs> not just gross, <laughs> nasty. Um, but my my people with colored hair, you get it. You get it. There's nothing you can do, especially when you spend like, you know, $500 to get your yeah. hair done. And then it fades within three washes. It's 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 not that it goes away totally. It just is so less vibrant. Um, so if I know, like today I just have calls and I'm doing this. So there's like, you know, sorry, not that I wouldn't have washed my hair for you, but like I would. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you you're get fine. it. But yes, you're we fine. still have red hair. Well, I love it. Thank you. Um, how long do you think you're going to keep it for? I was thinking last night I would show you, but again, my hair is nasty. I have a hat on. Um, so my roots are starting to kind of come in. So I was like, oh, I should get the, it redone. And I, I think for sure one more big session of it. I want to do it longer, but I'm like, how can I work out? I'm trying to get back in my workout grind. I, I saw our nutritionist for the first time in literally a year. And I was like, ah. And then I forgot about the the struggle of working out and trying to wash your hair, your hair schedule. Yeah. Is set, there's an art to it, mm-hmm. honest? And your laundry schedule like goes up. It's just like little chores become yes. escalated. So when you're working out a ton, but it's like you can't complain because it's like. But you're I can't like, not. I can't not work out. 
no, I can't not wash my hair oh. for a week <laughs> and be a nasty little sweaty rat. You know what I mean? Yeah, what about twice a week? I could do twice. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm about to share a hotel room with you, so you'll be washing it. Will I? <laughs> Watch the vlogs to see the drama Watch unfold the on the see. next season of TK and Alicia Take yeah. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, is this the first time we've gone to Europe together? No, we've been to Greece. Greece, Greece, Greece. But to me, we went to Greece. We didn't go to, I mean, I guess we're only staying in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, this feels more like Europe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I have to apologize. I am so deliriously tired. Yesterday, we recorded Pretty Basic, and... The last, like, I started at the end crying hysterically because I was so tired. So Wait, I'm just. Are you going to cry right no, now? No, no, because I was laughing. Oh. And then I was like, I, I had one of my laugh attacks, and then I was just like, I'm so exhausted. Like, and then of course I couldn't sleep last From night. From Japan, you think? I think it's a mix of so many things. I think it's a mix. I've just been like having insomnia lately. I had a cold for a while. And then because I was traveling with the time difference, I was taking my meds at different times, Oof, yeah. which kind of give me more side effects. So I'm like, I don't know what's in the water, but. Alicia's You're probably tired. just exhausted. Also from the and my period's coming. Well, we also went to Hawaii, and then you did the just Coachella. a lot of travel. Yeah. So if I am in a silly, goofy mood today, that is why. Well, I'm so mad and sad because I think I'm gonna have my period the week we're in Italy, and that's just so unfortunate. No, my boobs are so sensitive no, right same. now. They look great, but no, mine are too big. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I would have started by now. Me too. I'm mad. You have a short one though, right? Yeah. Mine's not very long. I'm just thinking of all of our cycle sisters who are listening right now and who are excited. Oh, to be synced with us? Yeah. <laughs> what an honor it is to be synced with us. No, I love when I find out I'm synced with someone, I'm like, oh, we have a bond. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, Comment <so> below. <laughs> <laughs> Comment below if you're on your period right now. Whatever. Maybe that's why you're also exactly. So okay. Oh, and bitch, so much has happened this week. What? Like. I can't say half of it because it's online, but like just so many. I cr- I think I cried like five times the past two days. Really? Yeah, I just felt so bad. Oh, that's you're such. Are you like, not like a sorry. a crier? <laughs> no, because we watched Guardians of the Galaxy three and and TK didn't shed one tear, and I was like, that's a red flag. It's not a red flag. <laughs> like, it was a red flag. How much y'all were crying? That's a red flag. <laughs> I just don't cry unless it's like. I don't know. I, I'm not a crier. But if I'm crying, that means I am very touched or upset. Mm-hmm. But I don't really cry out of being upset. I cry more out of like being happy. If that makes sense. See, I was just gonna say the opposite for you, but because I would. Oh, oh, like wait. So sorry. I take that back. Yes, a thousand percent. Like when I, I feel like when you first started working for me, and I would surprise you with little things. You'd always be like, why am I crying? Like I, when I'm overwhelmed, yeah, I cry, yeah. I guess. But when I'm like mad or upset, I like try to cry, but I can't. Oh my God. Oh, don't. Ew, I hate it. Really? Yeah. It's because I don't know how to be angry. I just get upset and then my body's like, cry. I <laughs> use like my words to no, show my that's anger. that's so healthy. Literally, think of all the times. <laughs> but I can be mean. No, but think of all the times I looked like a little bitch when someone would say something and I'd start crying. I'm like, no, it's not that I'm sad. I'm just frustrated and yeah, I don't but know how to vocalize imagine shit. Imagine all the times you're like literally watching like such a sad movie and I just like can't cry. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. People are like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, literally all three of the people I was with were like, how are you not crying right now? No, literally. (laughs) I was like, sorry, I can't. Anyway, this is the first time that you've ever been on my podcast when you're not my boss. 
Yo, I was trying to think of the last time I came on, and I was like, that was actually a long time ago. Um, and then I I feel... When was it? That's why I, I couldn't remember exactly when it was, but I... Oh, I was... I remember... This is oh, my brain. Oh, it was with Taryn and Ashley. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. You're so right. It was with Taryn and Ashley. So that was different. Yeah. And then before then, I remember I wore a green top. Okay. <laughs> Word. A black jacket and a green top. Maybe. I don't remember that, but yeah. Okay. Slay. So you... <laughs> You're now, I'm solo dolo, and you're kind of solo dolo. Yeah. It's and I, weird. Well, I assumed you wanted to talk about this today, because I was like, oh, I know what we're going to talk about. And I was like, what? No, I know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> the elephant <laughs> in the room. So, like, I, it is no, never mind. I'm going to let you talk. This is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so anyways, like, guys. Oh, what were you going to say? <laughs> Can't believe I talked, guys. The boss is back. I'm, like, taking over. Yes, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so the elephant in the room is that I no longer, unfortunately, work for Miss Alicia Marie, which is so sad. And I do miss it literally every day. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. We literally, I feel like once a week, we'll be like, I miss it. You're like, um, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, I miss you. Which I really do. I no, really same. do. I miss it. At, every day, I feel like there's something that like reminds me of you or like reminds me of something we would like normally I'd be like oh like I can't wait to tell Alicia this but then I'm like it's too hard to explain over text and then like I you know picture, what I mean I picture you filming in your apartment with your camera and then you do something <laughs> funny and you look over your shoulder to laugh at like with me and you're like oh that's so sad <laughs> cause that's what I do I'm like oh <laughs> I like look at the spot you used to edit that like, you're like was that good I'm like I got the shot <laughs> Aw, sad. I should just put a photo of you, a cardboard cutout. Yeah, you should. I'll get you one of myself. <laughs> anyway, how has it been? It's been really, it's just been an interesting transition. I think that's the best way to put mm -hmm. it. I it, I didn't realize the uproar I would cause in a pretty basic episode because we, we never <laughs> talked about it. This is our first time together talking about it publicly. Um... I mean, and I think there was just, there was so many levels and layers to it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like an easy like, hee hee, okay, this isn't, this is how it is now. Also, it officially happened in January, like mm -hmm. the new year. But there was like, a, it was kind of a long time coming, I would, I would say. say. Like, there was a good eight months or so of us trying to find a new normal of like what your role was. Yeah. I think that's where it started. It was like, what's really your role? It really started in like July, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I would say that. And I always struggled with, knowing yes you're my employee but feeling like oh I shouldn't give her work like that like like I can outsource that mm. like it started with being like uh she doesn't need to edit this vlog like she could be doing something else for herself or like something bigger and better for me like I feel like she's more valuable when it comes to being on set so like maybe I'll have her focus more on that stuff and we can outsource that and then from there, it just was like, okay, let's find what is your role. I think that's for the longest, for four years straight, you knew exactly what your role was every day you'd come in for work. And then I think there would be days where I'm like, hey, just stay home. And then if you were, I don't know, if you were just coming over and editing, I was just like, I just like, not that I felt, I, I struggled with as a friend feeling bad, but then as a boss being like, no, like, I totally. can give you that. And you never gave me a reason to feel that way at all. Mm -hmm. That's my empathetic self crying, being like, she doesn't need to do this. <laughs> um, so I think that's where it started. Mm -hmm. And then also, obviously, your stuff started really taking off and coming more demanding. I always even think about it, too. Like, like podcasting is actually, it takes a lot of time and effort. And especially with video, like, 
Pretty Basic used to take 45 minutes over Zoom to record every, like on FaceTime to record. And now it takes a whole day out of our week. Yeah. Um, so even your schedule got more crazy, like mm-hmm. the revamp of your podcast. And um, obviously when, okay, I don't, and this is the, the line of being friends and boss and stuff. Obviously, if you get a dope ass brand deal, I'm like, bitch, take the money, go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. be like, no, you have to stay here and like edit my blo- my vlog. You know? I just have to say, I've sorry to interrupt, no. but Alicia has always been the most supportive, like out of anyone, literally in my life when it comes to anything work related for myself, which I've been so grateful for. But I know that had to have made our relationship as far as working together so hard because it's like as a friend you're getting offered to get paid this much of course i'm gonna want the best for you which like, you were duh. so you were so <laughs> kind to do that because most people wouldn't so i was so grateful but i also <clears throat> felt so guilty i'm sure i'm <clears throat> sure you felt the same push and I was pull like, that i did yeah i was like fuck like how can i not take this like i need to embrace my inner chad yeah and like get my coin but also like i i committed to something and when i commit to something i want to show up and do the best like do the best i can and i've just felt so torn in like both funny though areas it's funny because same equal but that was the only that truly that characteristic that you have is the only reason why i let you because i knew that you took it mine seriously Oh my god! Anyone I, else, I felt so bad. No, but and, but because you cared, maybe you didn't cry, but it, you clearly <laughs> cared. Like I feel like anyone else would be like, "Oh, sweet, okay," and I wouldn't let that person mm. do that stuff because I'm like, "No, you made a commitment." You know what yeah. I mean? But seeing how much you, I don't know. I think that's why I always wanted to let you do those things because I'm Which like, I was no, so grateful you, for. I appreciate you being grateful because if you weren't <laughs> grateful, I wouldn't have let you do it. No, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt so... It was just so much mutual respect, which we've always had towards each other. Um, And I felt like anytime I got an opportunity, I was overly communicative. Like, hey, this came up. Yeah. It's in a week or two. Please be honest. Can I do this or Mm -hmm. not? And I knew you would always give me an honest answer because I'm always a proponent of asking yeah but you can't expect anything but that's your it's, but you just have to ask the strongest one of your strongest traits is that though it's like it's not even the asking part it's the fact that you know you can't expect no absolutely but, not but to you that's a no-brainer and to so many people they're like oh my I've, I've even heard of other influencers um you weren't my personal assistant but their personal assistant finally getting brand deals and yeah. opportunities and you know, I'll hear the assistant or through the grapevine people being like, yeah, they won't let me do this. It's like so fucked up. Like, hello, like I can get paid to go to Miami or something like that. Oh, don't even get me started on the assistant. Let's say that. <laughs> but I get the most triggered by it. And I am the person working for someone. It's <laughs> was. so unbelievably. Yes, yeah, I was. I get so I think it's so disrespectful. But what's crazy is like, so my point being is you're just, you're thinking that way is rare. And I think that's why you've gotten this far. And I don't want people to discredit that from you because you're like, oh, no, duh. But I'm like, no, that's actually so rare, you know? But that's mind boggling to me that that's rare. But it is. Uh, That's how it should be. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. 
Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. I am such a proponent of get your coin, like, you know, grind, climb the ladder, whatever. But I'm also an even bigger proponent of, like, if you have a good gig, like, leave on a good note. Mm -hmm. Respect the hell out of people. Like, someone who's your superior, like, someone like you is so valuable to me. Like, I would never want to fuck that up in any capacity. Oh, you'd be funny. It's funny how that happens. Not me in general, but, like, that dynamic. You are such a value to me, just personally and professionally, that why would I ever, like who cares, I'll get another brand deal type thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I think, you, and I wouldn't be where I am without you. So it's like, l- know your fucking role. That's what I'm like. I'm like, you know, know your role um, and you must respect the people the that respect. have helped you. It's the yeah. mutual. And, and I think anytime I asked for 
time off for anything, I feel like I was like, I'll make it up for blah, 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 or on and the you, weekend and or you whatever. you did or you would. And that was, to me, I was like, of course you can have this day off or of course you can do this because how many times has it been a Saturday when you, without me expecting, you went above and beyond and would, would help me um, prep for a shoot or edit a video. We'd both like both be editing my videos to like midnight. like, And I think that as a boss is something that is so important. Like, Notice when your employees go above and beyond, and then that way when they do ask for things, it's like, yes, of course, it's a no-brainer because even though I might lose one day with you that could equal whatever, you know, shooting or brand deal or whatever, like, I know, like, you, your value to me, like, is irreplaceable, so, you know what I mean? Which was so sweet of you. Um, but and I, smart of you, too. Like, I feel like a lot of bosses fuck up that way, too. They don't realize the value of their employee. Mm. And they screw it up because they could have a really thing, good thing going. Like, I probably, we wouldn't have worked together for four whole ass years mm-hmm. if we weren't so respectful of each no, other. No, 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 and, um, And also, it just made me feel less guilty. I was like, I, ha- I have to work overtime or on the weekend <laughs> or whatever, make up for it. Because yeah. you're giving me time off, which is, like, unheard of mm-hmm. for to do my own thing. So, yeah. So grateful for how you always handled that and let me pursue anything. You've always been the most supportive, which has been the best thing. That ever. means so much because I I appreciate that. Um, but going back, I didn't realize the uproar I would cause. It was a pretty basic episode earlier this year, <laughs> I think, and I so casually under my breath. I think I was talking about a dating story of yours. You were talking about the date that I went on with yes. a guy said. Um, like influencers bring no value to the world yes so i was like oh (laughs) tk's already said this i was like oh my god um back when tk worked for me she went on this date that's how casual i said it the comment section was like whoa 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 whoa. at 24 or something (laughs) no it was at the end it was like at 45 38 literally it was like wait wait wait. when she used to work for you and then and then everyone was like having conspiracy i was like shit i didn't like i didn't it just like slipped out because that's like you know it just slipped out um but we weren't trying to hide it, but I think we both, again, being overly respectful for each other, we didn't want to, like, create a narrative or cause drama or anything like that. I will say, not that there was drama, but there definitely, it was a huge adjustment for me and you. Totally. So, I, it, again. Huge transition. Not that there was drama. We just had a lot of figuring out our new roles as friends. Mm-hmm. Because before, a lot of our friendship was based off of work because we started as work, working together and then we mm-hmm. formed, um, like we became best friends. So it was really hard for us to navigate this new normal and realizing like, wait, does she not want to, like me trying to back off and letting you make your friends on, on, like make new friends and have new experiences like without me involved, but then also not wanting you to feel left out of things. And I think that was just a new dynamic that we were trying to figure out, which took a few months. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge reason too why it wasn't just like, hey guys, like she's not working for me anymore or whatever. We were like, okay, this is a sensitive subject. We have so much love for each other, so much respect for each other, but we are struggling because there'd be times where I'm like, hey, how many times during lunch we would like have stupid moments and just like, you know, those were some of the best times. But then I went from seeing you every day to seeing you like maybe once a week. And then we'd be like, how are you? (laughs) What are we talking (laughs) about? Like, oh my God, how's work? But then do we bring up work? But also our whole lives have been work with each other. So I think that was just a, a very... Just transition. Mm-hmm. Well, we literally, just to give you context, like, I have never been peanut butter and jelly with someone more in my life. Lit- like, <laughs> no, literally. Like, <laughs> you guys, when I tell you, like, Alicia was, like, my third arm or, like, 
a, a literal freckle on me. Like I, we did everything. You and my mom. To, literally. <laughs> literally. We did everything together, but in the best way. And we mm-hmm. were just like two peas in a pod. And we conveniently, because we worked so much together, we were always together, we would go to social personal things together. Mm-hmm. So that was so weird figuring out too. Like I was already at your house. You were like, okay, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to this thing. You want to come? And you'd be like, yeah, because yes. we're already together. A lot of our right? friendship was not planned yeah it was spontaneous hey i have this event do you want to come while i get the invite um and vice versa you'd be like hey i'm hungry for lunch you want to go here i'd be like "Eh, i don't want to film let's just go to the mall like just random shit like that so then now when it came to us having to plan which in la you really have to plan to hang out with your mm -hmm. friends like it's not convenient but that had never been our dynamic it was never like hey Let's next Tuesday. Are you free to do this? Like, no, that was we've never, never done that. Because you would come over every day nine to five. Like so, even just little updates of hearing like you know dating stories or I would family. walk in every day coming in hot. I'd yes, be like, this happened. This yes. happened, and it'd be literally not even twenty four hours. Yes. And same with Alicia. She'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. like I knew everything that was going on mm-hmm. in your life. You knew everything that was going on in my life. So it was just like almost felt like culture shock. Yes, when I was like home for a week and I only talked to you twice a day or yes. twice a week. I was like. What do I do with myself? Like I had so many thoughts in my head. No, I had so so same. And I was like, who do I tell this no, to? Literally. But I was like, I wanted to tell Alicia, but like I don't want to bug her. Exactly. Also, I was mental health down bad last year, so that also was an extra level. I think of me overthinking. Like, okay, let her do her own thing and fly. So, give her space. Like that was something I struggled with. Of like, give her space. Let her. Like, if I saw you at an event, I'd be like so happy for you. But then I'd be like. I wonder if she wanted to invite me, but then she didn't want to invite me. Like, did she did she not invite me because she wanted space? But like, or I'd be like, oh, normally I would invite TK, but I'm like, oh well, do I invite Ollie? And I'm like, well, I, I, like just like, I was just overthinking everything that I'd spiral, and then I'd be like, okay, no, it's fine. Like, it's chill. Like, I'm like, I hope she also knows I'm not trying to exclude her from anything or not invite her to things. Yeah. Um. But our our basically we went from being work friends to now just being friends friends Mm -hmm. which has its blessings and also I think again cons of why it was hard for us to find that new normal totally um I will say throughout the entire process I knew of those like six months which is why you guys on this podcast I've been like I'm going through a quarter life crisis (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing like literally because we were so like gray area with like what is my role what am I doing now am I going to be working here for the next like five Mm -hmm. years like I was just so and truthfully if I could do it all I would still be working for you like I love working with Alicia (laughs) Alicia is my favorite person I've ever worked with in my entire life and I know we'll do something literally on the way here I was like what if we started a podcast (laughs) no like I (laughs) I appreciate that so much. You're um, so sweet for So I hope that we can figure something out in the near future um, to do together because Alicia is literally the best person I've ever worked with in my entire life. And I know we're peanut butter and jelly for a reason. Like mm-hmm. her strengths are my weaknesses. My strengths are her weaknesses. Oh. We go together like peanut butter and like, jelly. I wouldn't, the same way you said it, I wouldn't be here without you. Like the way that you helped me in my career is something I will never take for granted. Like even the friends that I have now, I wouldn't have, like, every introvert needs an extrovert who, like, finds a friend. And, like, <laughs> that was you for, the like, a huge portion of the people I hang out with now. Like, that's crazy. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. But it definitely, not that it felt like a friendship breakup, but it felt like we took a break. No, it did. It felt like a, it's like, it we were on a break. <laughs> but I knew going through it, I was like, I know this is my girl, like, my writer. Because people would be like, what's going on? And yeah, I'd be what's like, the tea? Yeah. And it, it's not that there 
wasn't tea because like it was sensitive, but it definitely was like what's yeah, going well, on. People would be like, "What's going on?" And I, in my head, it was just like hard to explain because I'm like, "Y'all don't get it." Like I know yeah. Alicia's my girl forever. Yeah, we were just trying we're to figure something right out. <laughs> we were just trying to figure out. And I knew you wanted the best for me, and I knew I wanted the best for you. But, but it was still hard. Oh my god, it was still hard. We both cried over it. Like oh literally, my god. that was like one of the hardest like breakups I've ever gone through. It was. Oh my god, harder than any boy I've ever dealt with in my entire life. No, literally, <laughs> like, literally, I couldn't sleep at night just because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, "This is so hard for me." I know, I have to like, I gotta put me first. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I just, it was so hard to leave. Which is like, I'm so blessed that I was in a situation where I didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Crazy f- for me. I think what was hardest was mourning the years we had. Because when you're going through it... When you're so nostalgic. I'm so... Oh, I'm the most emo little nostalgic bitch. Like, one of the reasons why I cried the other day. <laughs> was you. No, I'm just kidding. It really wasn't. But um, for me, I was just thinking of how, wow, well, that era is done. Like, that that chapter is forever closed. And that's life. You know, like, there's different times. It's just like even when you, like, graduate or whatever. It's not that what's coming isn't better for you, because usually it always is. But looking back at like the old challenges we would do and like just the fun and COVID and quarantine and we bonded so much. We went through trauma together. So like we bonded oh my through God. that. Like, like I just <sighs> think it was, I was just very sad for realizing it was done. It was kind of like a no brainer because when you look back, it's like, wow, it was so obviously different than how it was back when we started. But I think going through that and COVID and everything, I didn't see it until I finally, until we parted ways and then I turned around and I was like, holy shit, it, it has changed so much. Really? Yeah, which for you, I'm sure it was completely different because you're actually like, you were getting more opportunities and it was only going up. But for me, I feel like thinking of when you were just my videographer and those fun uh-huh. bonding times or the first time I took you on a brand trip, I'm like, that was five years ago. Like that was forever Crazy. ago. So I can't be expecting that, you know, like things are just different. I was 21, I think, when I started. Oh my God. That's so interesting you say that because for me, I'm like, that era's not over. I mean, like obviously oh, the era yeah. of me like grinding nine to five with you is over, but like I'm in my head. I'm like I'm always Alicia's like producer. Oh. Like if she needs anything, I'm gonna be there. Like at any big shoot you have, I know I'll probably show up, even if you don't ask me to. Like I want to be there. <laughs> and any work thing, like to to this day, like I'm like, what's the vibe? What's going on? Yeah. Like tell me, like what can I help with or whatever? Just because like it's literally, I feel like that role was what I was born to do at that time. Yeah, and like. I know I'm good at it and I fucking love it. Yeah. And so it's just a part of me. Yeah. And it's like I can't not think about it or no, want like, to help. We're literal soulmates in that no, sense. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that's why it was so hard to figure out. But now I feel like we're in a great place. Oh my God. I, I honestly, not that I was ever worried because I truly wasn't ever worried, but I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't wait for it not to feel weird. You know, like, yeah, and I just felt See, like I was a little worried for a hot second, but now I, 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 like, I, knew, I knew deep down it would work yes, out. Yes, I knew deep down, but there was, and we don't, I, I don't want to come on here and be like, oh my God, yeah, no, we're fine. There's no drama because there, you know, there wasn't, but it was hard. It was very hard. I think I wouldn't say it was drama though. That's it what was, I'm saying. Yeah, it, it wasn't drama, like, but it, it just, it wasn't easy. Yes. I think that's just the best way to work. Just times it. of you figuring out your new friendship or your new normal. Yeah. That's oh my God. It it's like. just like, essentially, even when Mia and I stopped being friends and started being friends again, it's like, okay, new normal. Like you're a new person. I'm a new person. Like, 
you know. It's just a new role in a friendship. It's almost like kind of like when someone all of a sudden has a kid and it's like, okay, our yes. friendship's way different. Or like, you know what I mean? If if we went through something very traumatic, like the friendship would just be different. That's how life is. Yes. And I don't know. And I, think I think it really we ended at a I great spot. Everywhere. <laughs> a great, a great time. I was gonna say I think what it did was it there was a crossroads where it's like, okay, were we only close because we worked together, or were we actually close without work? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it came down to. I know I've had to consciously be like, oh, I need to reach out to TK more, or like, oh, because again, you used to always be there, and I'm like, okay, you're not around 24 seven. Which so. I love and appreciate when Alicia reaches out to me. <laughs> No, it means so much because I know she's so busy. I'm acting like you're not here. <laughs> um, but that, like, for instance, I'm like, oh, dynamics change. I need to make effort more, and that is something that's hard for me because I'm used to you be like running and being like, no, 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 I'm doing this. Let's do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and that's just how I am in a lot of friendships. Um, so for for you now to be so far across LA, and I'm like, okay, shit. I should see if Tiki's going to this event. And if she's not, I should invite her. And then if she is, I'll ask, like, if we want to carpool together. And it's just little things like that. So, um, yeah, I think, how have you felt since January with everything? I felt like I needed January, February, and damn near March. Like, I feel like just now I'm like, all right, let's grind. And with work. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, April. Oh, my God, it was down <laughs> bad. Um, I had strep throat for two weeks. It was, like, the most miserable time ever. Um, I just feel like I needed like a break mm. from like grinding <laughs> just because I worked my ass off. That's so, for... I'm sorry. That's so funny because I just saw your stories yesterday of you with your to do list. And I was like, damn, she's still grinding. I don't think I'm there anymore. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. But think of you at 25. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, But I really did work my ass off for four years. And I feel like that la- those last six months, like I felt like I was putting so much like exhaustion or I was so exhausted from those six months of like not knowing what was happening but I felt like I wasn't getting much done Mm -hmm. and so like I feel like I needed some time to really like reassess Mm -hmm. like what do I want what am I doing well you can hustle all you want but if you're going nowhere or aimlessly don't have vision it's pointless um I was just like what do I want what are my new goals where am I going? And I feel like I just needed time to like, honestly, get on track, like personally, like h- take care of myself. Yeah. Because I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I just my schedule ran me. And now I'm like, OK, I'm in charge of my schedule. Let's figure out what's I get it. what's important to me mm-hmm. or what, you know, who I'm going to show up for, whose birthdays I'm going to go to. Also, just like- you had a lot of big goals that were achieved. And I feel like anyone listening can relate to. I mean, whether it's influencing or personal goals or stuff, but like when you hit big milestones, you kind of have this, we've talked about like that astronaut syndrome of like, okay, now what, you know? Yes. And you, for so long you've idolized, like when you, you always said like, well, one day maybe when I do this on my own, right? Like check, finally did that. Oh, like for years you always talked about revamping your podcast. Like, oh, I just want to be in studio. Like once I'm in studio, boom, check that. Like your apartment, check that. Like Mm -hmm. living alone, check that. Like I think the past two years specifically, like you've had a lot of big milestones and it can kind of feel not lonely, but very much like what's my next no, goal? Like does. you feel very lost in a weird way and it's hard and you never want to complain about it because I'm sure even if you were to come on here and, and vocalize that, so many people would be like, oh my God, don't talk. You have everything. Like you've hit these big goals, mm-hmm. but it can feel very lonely. It's like, you know, all you want is a hundred thousand subscribers or followers and then you hit that and you're like, 
well, it's still low. Mm-hmm. And that's something I noticed you would struggle with. Me literally uh, a lot. I still struggle and it would make that. me piss because I'm like, did I teach you nothing, bitch? No, I know. <laughs> I know. No, but I get it because I've been there. But it can feel very lonely. And I feel like I see a lot of even TikTokers or people who've been doing this for a year get into that slump of like just burnout so quick, feeling depressed, feeling like I don't have a passion for this anymore. But it's mm-hmm. not that. It's more so just that vision. Mm-hmm. On top of everything, I've always been so sure of myself and mm-hmm. clear about what I want to do and where I want to be. And this is like the first time ever I'm like, what do I want to do? Or yeah. where do I want to go? Or who do I want to be? So it's just been a like, I feel like I've just been reevaluating and mm-hmm. doing things that really make me happy. Like my yeses mean yes, my noes mean no. Yeah. And being very just crystal clear figuring out myself and what I want to well, do and, and where I want to go. One of things is that you always struggled with FOMO. Oh my god. And I think yeah. you've gotten so much better. So much better. So much better. <laughs> it was almost crippling to watch you be like I want to go but I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I need to edit. And I was like girl Don't just go. stay. <laughs> but to me that's so easy to be like no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. In almost a selfish way. In ways where I'm like oh, I should go to that person's birthday. You know what I, I mean? Was, oh my god, I just did a podcast and it was a solo episode and I the topic was lessons I've learned from people. Oh my God. And so I did my mom, my dad, you and Ashley. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. <laughs> Kelly King's list. Yours is the longest list. I'm not, I'm dead ass. Ask Michaela. You have to listen to it. And one of the things is I was like, the thing I admire, one of the things I admire the most about Alicia is she does not give a fuck one just about how, about going the extra mile and like about what it takes to get the shot. Like you don't give a fuck about anyone else around you. Like being in public, the, I'm like, they look at you weird. You're like, bitch, you don't know how much money I'm making. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, that's something I admire so much about you. But the other thing is you have no problem saying no. And you don't have to explain yourself. And I that's something I learned from you. And I feel like I've, like, gotten way better yeah, at it. Yeah, but then I had no friends. I was like, wow, this girl has so many friends. Maybe I should say yes to things. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should, like, maybe I'm not that close to that person, but maybe I should go to their birthday. Well, because... it's funny because I said everything has its pros and cons. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Really like, does. Alicia probably needs to say yes to more but things. But that's why we balance each other. We do balance each other really well. Um, but thank you. I, I've tried to learn to be more, like, Oh no, I should. I feel like you have been like saying yes Thank to you. more things. I've for been sure. trying. We've I've been trying better. I know. Look <laughs> at us. So how has it been for you since January? Honestly, since January, I think good. I think what I really, really struggled with is just being candid was because one thing as a boss that I regret more than anything is not having someone who you were training around halfway through. Mm. So when you did we both knew you'd leave eventually. So when you did leave that I'd have someone because I think I felt a whole extra layer of burnout of feeling like I just you have to retrain. Not that someone. I wasted four years because I didn't, but as a as a boss who's like, well, now I don't have an editor, I don't have a videographer. Like I kind of put all my eggs in your basket, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when your little birdie hatched and you flew, my nest was empty, and I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel like starting from square one because even Ashley, obviously you knew how to work a camera, but both of you guys, I gave the approach of like, okay, I'm just gonna say everything and train you and get you in my head. I'm like, here's a shot I like. Here are the settings I like. Here's record. Here's how I like a Zoom. Like very basic stuff. No, I stuff. literally know how Alicia's brain works. But because I think I took that approach of like, I mean, it took years. Mm-hmm. It took years and years and years. Um, and I, I was like, I can't do that again. Like the, the energy of mm-hmm. that, of starting over, felt very much like, wow, I like there's so much energy. It felt mm-hmm. like exhausting to think about that. So that's something I wish I had done um, 
I and I I know if I had better communication with you throughout working within that past year of us actually working together, that's something I could have done, but I didn't. So that's something I learned was like, wow, I wish we had more check-ins with each other and we could have planned a better like exit strategy. So then I could bring someone else under your wings to like kind of start training. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. That would, um, that is something that, that would be a great podcast episode is like what we should have done. Oh, I, or whatever. But, uh, one of the things that I wish we would have done throughout that time as well is like scheduled weekly meetings Mm -hmm. to like check in on like what I can actually be doing because life gets ahead of us. And like, I think anyone in corporate has like a weekly Monday check-in meeting, Mm -hmm. but like when you're not in corporate, it's so important to like plan those meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, Because had I known we could have totally executed that better. Yes. Um, And it's hard because like, being a uh, young female entrepreneur on your own, like you have like 80 gazillion freelancers that work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you have random editors, you have random graphics people, you have random whatever. And it's like, okay, but who do I want to bring on full time and spend like all my time with? Mm-hmm. That's like a way bigger commitment. Oh, and in my house and doing personal things. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's a whole other exactly. level of trust, which, um, yeah. So I think I learned a lot that way. So, but going back so in january i feel like i was sitting and i was like okay do i want another tk do i want just an editor do i want a videographer do i want a producer because obviously you came in as a videographer then you grew i just told someone this recently i was like i hope you know like there's a lot of yes this world there's room to grow but at the same time it's not like a traditional no trajectory of like okay in one year i'm a videographer the next year i'm gonna do this i'm like i told someone i was like i hope you know like i did I didn't even trust, I didn't take one of TK's ideas for probably a year. Yeah. Like, she would be like, oh, what about this? And I'd be like, anyway. (laughs) I would just, like, I very much told you what to do. And then you slowly but surely gained my trust of, hey, maybe this. And I'm like, wait, that's actually a great idea. So then from videographer, I trusted you with my editing and my voice there. And, like, we worked together. And then from there, I trusted you being more of a creative producer. Like, so the way your role evolved was so natural but I couldn't tell anyone the way for them to do that because it, was, it wasn't it was meant to be that way. So what's been hard now is I feel like a lot of people have seen you as what they want to do. I've had so yes. many people be like, I want your job. And I'm like, I'm not looking for another TK because I had to ha- sit bi- I sat to myself. I did the same reflecting was like, OK, one, I'll never get another TK. And if I tried to have someone fill your role exactly, it wouldn't happen and it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense do I want just an editor? I was like, no, I feel like I have always had a hand in my editing. And even when we have had great editors, you still change everything. Exactly. So I'm like, but I know the way I'm managing my business right now. I can't do everything. So what do I do? And um, I, there was a few people who I've brought on more to like help with certain things who have always been in our, our workflow and area with like social media and stuff. So it took me also a few times to realize, like, how do I want to structure my business? Do I want to go mm-hmm. back to filming everything myself? Because even YouTube's changed so much. Like, um, I mean, I'm not really uploading much on my main channel anyway, but like. No, but seriously, like it's changed a when shit ton I brought from you, the, when we first started. When we, yes. When I brought you on, it, I needed a videographer so bad. And now I'm like, I don't really necessarily need someone unless I'm doing a video that needs someone to be holding mm-hmm. the camera. But even then, Ashley's offered a million times, um, you know. Uh, Lexi, Marissa, like there's so many people who I know I could get to just film it. So I think just restructuring and refiguring out what do I actually need 
for my business right now has been um, interesting. And and what's funny is I feel like it's taken me back to older YouTuber. I'm like, no, Alicia, like you can do this. Like, I love when you film on your own. Thank you. It's my favorite. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's a lot of work, but that's why YouTube's big in the first place is because it feels more intimate. It's not crazy produced. Um, you're not doing these crazy elaborate skits or things that like need different camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, so true. So it in my in the sense for me it feels like I'm kind of going backwards back to the basics. Um, the fundamentals because it can be it can be a full time job just trying to manage all the freelancers and oh, all like is. everything and that's something I've learned I don't enjoy. Um, I thought I wanted to girl boss really hard until I did and I hated it. So <laughs> see that's something about the role that I did enjoy. Like I loved oh, managing all the no. people. No, <laughs> even even I think that's a huge reason why I haven't uploaded a lot this year. I feel like there's just been so much. Uh, logistical stuff behind the scenes mm-hmm. with hiring, firing, um, training, like trusting people. You trusting guys, trusting people. people is the hardest thing, and it's so hard. It's so work for you. hard. I realized I very much dislike those roles. I thought I wanted to be. I think a lot of, you know, we're all like, at least I was like, girl power, girl boss, yes, like whatever. I'm a CEO, and it's like, no, you're like, I mean, yes, I am, but at the same time, it's like. You can't have the fun title without doing the shit work that sucks. Mm-hmm. When you have to sit down and say someone doesn't have a job, the anxiety. I already am on Zoloft, like for normal things like that shit. I don't enjoy. I struggle with Firing it. people. Yes, yes like just having those hard, hard conversations. Um, I don't enjoy it. So I think that's me. This whole year has been like figuring out who. Who's Alicia, the YouTuber who just likes making videos and cr- creating content for her viewers, like that i just have to add to this it's a whole other layer of anxiety when you're a public figure and you're running a business and you're basically it's already so hard when you're not a public figure to fire someone oh my god yeah it's already like the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. right and if you enjoy it like that's weird (laughs) seriously that's weird. there are people who are strong and gifted at it and they're really good with delivery but that's not me i will say i was just thinking in my head i enjoyed managing people like for you but i don't know that i could do that for myself it's so it's It's easy for me to be like no you can't do that for or like you fucked up like get this in on time when it's for you yes when it's for someone myself like i would be like it's fine yeah it's like yeah i will say too i think that's for us, but also an extra one of those layers that made it hard for us was like in the back of both of our heads, we knew like, oh, we're going to have to talk about this or like, oh, people are going to start speculating. And even though we know the truth and we know what's going on, mm-hmm. we know the extra anxieties that that can add when you log in and you see someone be like, oh, my God, it's obvious like they don't work together anymore. Da, 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 da. Is Why aren't they in each other's videos? Why aren't yes, you in her videos? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Like, are you guys friends? And I know none of those comments come from a malicious place or like trying to like stir up the pot. A lot of them are people who are just genuinely curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just like a public relationship in any way, you totally. know, whether it's romantic or friends or whatever. But I was going to say when you're firing someone as a public figure, it's so hard because you're also thinking in the back of your head like, Okay, how are they going to take this just personally? And then are they going to go off and make a TikTok and say oh, a lie? Totally. And blah, 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 blah. Like, unfortunately, that's just our world now. Oh and the God. amount of TikToks I see of people complaining or whatever. We don't know the full story. No, no one ever does. But it's always, uh, sometimes it's a nasty video and mm-hmm. it's viral and it might not be true. Or maybe it is true. What's, I will never know. Yes. But it's scary. That makes it a whole other layer. Yeah. And I even just lawsuits. It's like, okay. I mean, there were were a few times where um, I was like, okay, it wouldn't shock me if this person like, you know, if I got a lawsuit. Um, 
I mean, I knew I knew they wouldn't win, but like I very much was like, okay, it's gonna be more stress. And I was like, Alicia, this is why you have a team. This is why you have lawyers you trust. It's for them to deal with, not you. But like even that, just emotionally, of like, oh my god, it t- it could take the fun out of this job so much, and totally. that's what's. Um, and it makes you second guess everything. And I think a lot of people in your position who have been doing it a year on their own start getting into some of those more nastier conversations or brands taking advantage of you or um, management who kind of scam you, et cetera, whatever the case is. And it makes you be like, I don't enjoy this anymore. Is this not my passion? And then you start having a whole quarter life crisis so being like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I was listening to my gut and my gut said this, but now I don't enjoy it. And it's hard because you don't want to just listen to your feelings. Um, but it kind of, I think a good analogy is think of like classes you've had in the past um, in college or high school or whatever. A lot of times it depended on the teacher. Some mm. of my favorite classes. So true. I love psychology. Always loved it. I had one of the worst professors ever who ruined it for me. Same. Hated it. Hated it. Same. And it really shows how it may not be the subject or the field that you're in. It could just be the people you're around. Wow. Like, or your boss, you know, yeah. like it really can. And I remember being so, I always wanted to be a counselor, which like Loki couldn't, you not see. Oh my God. Because <laughs> so, you're so empathetic. I love, I just love giving people advice and stuff. But that specific professor ruined psychology for me. I was like, I'll never take anything like this again. Wow. Um, and it was just really interesting how it greatly impacts your view of that. So I think if, if you are struggling with a career thing or maybe, you know, you know your passion has always been music or creating arts or engineering, whatever, a lot of times I think it's the environment you're around more than if you're doing the right, if you're on the right career path. Totally. I think it's a lot of that. I um That reminds me of something that I've learned since being on my own is now that I have more time, which is such a blessing, there's also a curse that comes with every blessing, mm. which is now I have more time to spiral <laughs> or or like be like, that was not right. Or this this deal's so low. Whereas beforehand I didn't have time to think. You're so, so I would hate- just yeah. I would just I was chugging along. I would not look back and just move forward and never overthink or I didn't have time to overthink well also I think that's what uh I this is what's always been so hard for me when even like when Ashley first started and she started doing things on her by by herself because she would work she worked for me and then slowly similarly went full-time on her own and what I always hate is I'm like when you have a main source of income and YouTube is a side hustle social media is a side hustle you're just grateful oh my god I got three thousand dollars to do this you're just like that paid my rent, you yes. know? But then when it becomes your full-time thing and you maybe you got $10,000 or $15,000 and now you see a $3,000, you want it, you're still grateful but you're like, "Oh my god, am I not worth 15 anymore?" Yes. Like the mental fuckery that comes with your worth and numbers and rates is so hard. And it was such a blessing having my salary with you mm-hmm. cuz like in my head that was my job and then my YouTube was my fun money, yes. which I was making great money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Whoa, this is so fun." Mm-hmm. And now that I'm reliant on it, which I am so grateful that I have the ability to do, I'm like way more overthinking or this rate isn't enough. It, doing exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how much of a blessing it was that I was just like didn't have time to think and I was just yeah and I think you knew but you only know so much until you experience the other because I remember you were always like no I love how this is you were very aware like I love that this is my job and I don't feel pressure to do Mm -hmm. xyz but it's different when it becomes a a necessity or you have employees to pay for and you're like shit I can't 
yes, I don't have to film, but if I don't, I have people relying on me for money and whether they're freelancers or not, you know, it's like, oh shit. Even my, like my vlog editor, I'm like, oh, if I take two weeks off, she doesn't have money. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, even if she has other jobs, et cetera. And as much as I'm like, no, I need to focus on my mental health and only do things that I want to at the same time, it still is a job. And like, and it's not your responsibility, but it's, and, you're thinking about that. And me being an empathetic person, I'm like, oh, like she depends on this money. And even though it's freelance and like, it's not guaranteed how mm -hmm. often it, it's just, there's a lot of levels. So I understand exactly how you feel. Um, if you ever spiral, just call me. Oh, and you know, I do <laughs> <laughs> me before Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like, still... it's obvious, just film the hall. You're like, you're right. You're so right. Just film the fucking hall. <laughs> so the funny. amount of times both of us have been like, hey, I need help. And then it's like, I know. I'm like, ready. I'm mm -hmm. on it. I'm like, what do you need? Oh, my Let's God. Let's break this. But Alicia's the best when you need to break something down and you have like 80 million things going on. I'm like, I just need Alicia right now to help me. That's funny because that's so my strong suit. I'm like puzzle piece. I'm like, okay, well, this is most important. I can just compartmentalize so easily. Like even yesterday, there was a lot going on and I was driving to the podcast studio and I was like, you know what? Right now, I'm gonna go record. Don't don't think about anything else. And then I just and we're <laughs> that was so that was such a big part of our friendship is because we were always there. You'd be like, "There's a lot going on. This is what's happening. Can you help me talk this yes. through?" And vice versa. If I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god," I, I and you were like, "Let's just talk it through. What's going through your head?" And I'd be like, "This boy's doing this. Blah blah blah. This brand mm -hmm. deal screwed me over. This blah blah blah." And we like go through it all. And then someone was rude to me on the street or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we're going through all. I'm these like, things. well, one, fuck them. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> Two, the brand deal, you could get a better rate, just pass on it. It's not worth it. Yes. You know? um, exactly. So. And it's all silly stuff that we're complaining about, but it really is helpful when you have a friend that's like, you, I know, have my best interests, and you really consider, like, if you were in my shoes. Totally. Which I appreciate, because some people are like, why are you spiraling about that? No, you but know? I, and I, again, this world isn't new anymore. I think for a long time, people were, like, so shocked with what, you know, advertising and what comes mm -hmm. with influencing, and I think now, the majority of the world understand, you know, even when I first made my burnout video, I was like, oh my God, people are gonna think I'm fucking psychotic. And now it's so normal. Like people understand both of our voices cracking all the time. <clears throat> um, now it's so normal. Like now it's not a, I don't know. To me, it's like, don't even worry about what people think is silly or whatever. Cause every job has stuff that there's pros and cons to. Like totally. Like, and this job has a lot of pros. It has a lot of cons, just like other things.